Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast. This is Erica. And I'm Josh. And I love my coffee. With a splash of crime. Hey Erica, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm well, thanks. What's in our cup this week? So today I made us an iced coffee. I used the Starbucks cold brew that you buy at the store. Oh, the package like roast? Yeah, I just the pre-made iced coffee. And then I added a little bit of the white mocha creamer. Creamer. You like it? It's pretty good. Sweet. Yeah. Next time we're just going to drive to Starbucks, but it's too early for all that right now. You're right. You're right. It's and way... driving to Starbucks and setting this up. I was like, no, I need some coffee to set this up. Coffee stat. Yeah. <laughs> it's just hard because I'm a mom. I wake up at night. That's true. I'm freaking tired. A young 23 year old who. It's full eight hours of sleep. Anyway. Shit, it must be nice. It is. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> Need my beauty sleep. That's funny. So there's this case. I think a lot of people will know it. I don't think it's super famous, but it's also not unknown. It's a pretty popular case. The reason I wanted to do it, just in case anybody hasn't heard it, it's the first time I heard it, I was super fascinated right away. I know that there's twists and turns. It's surprising and crazy. And shocking. And shocking. And I just thought, oh, I really want to tell Josh. Okay, well, what's your case? So I'm going to be doing the Lululemon murders. Oh my gosh. I was, I was obsessed with these murders. I was so fascinated by them. And the thing on the podcast is we actually, Erica and I don't run our cases past each other. So you guys always get like our most genuine reaction. That's so funny that you get, that you did this because I was actually thinking about possibly doing this case, but I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure she knows it, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this one. I, I really like this case. I think the fun thing, since you already know about the case, I think it'll be kind of cool because we could run theories past each other. Ooh, yes. And it'll be kind of cool for our listeners to hear a case that both of us know. It's not us reacting to what's happening. It's more what we think. That makes sense. That makes sense. And for all of you that have already heard it, also getting another opinion on it and maybe hearing details that you didn't hear before. Chime in on our Instagram. Tell us what you think about theories and ideas. We love it. Honestly, I, sometimes I see podcasts do cases that I already know, but I still listen. Oh, because everybody has a different I'm angle. I'm dying to hear the different angle or maybe something else that wasn't said in another one. And I've learned a lot about different cases that way. Oh, heck yeah. Like when I'm setting up my case, I try to at least get the bare bones of it and then try to add in all of the details. But sometimes you choose to leave out certain stuff and other people add stuff in that you wouldn't consider important. And then later on, you're like, oh, sh like, shoot, I, did I knew about that because of this. Yes, exactly. So I'm just going to jump in. On the morning of March 11, 2011, an employee went into her opening shift at Lululemon store in Bethesda, Maryland. What she found was horrifying. There was blood everywhere. Her two coworkers from the closing shift had been brutally attacked and only one survived. This is the story of the yoga store murder slash Lululemon murder. The only thing she didn't find horrifying was the price tag. Seriously. Okay. So for those that don't know, Lululemon is a high-end workout clothing store. They are most known for their leggings and yoga wear. Even the leggings will run you about $98. Well, when I checked the website, it was like $98 to $118. Yeah, they're pricey. A basic t-shirt, like a Hanes type of shirt, is $50 because it has that moisture wicking thing that Hanes has. 
Yeah. I hate to say it. It's crazy because when I was working in the mall, everyone was so excited about the Lululemon store opening up. And I said, oh, what's Lululemon? I had no idea what it was. And someone described it to me as an H&M that has more basics. What the hell? But when I went in there, it was super basic workout stuff. So like blacks, grays, whites. Yeah. Yoga pants, plain shirts, like stuff like that. Yeah, I've been in there. They have a men's line. And it is arranged pretty cool inside, like the one in the mall at least was pretty appealing. And this probably would have been in like 2013, 2014. They're located in malls and strip malls. Well, that sounds crazy. First of all, I'm not justifying Lululemon, but I have a couple workout pieces from like Nordstrom. Yeah. I have shirts and workout pants and I think it's that big of a difference. Like quality is nice. No, for sure. If you get something very cheap, it is going to shrink more or it's not like pre-washed or it's not going to... It's going to fray. It's not going to hold up as well. And I feel like with your workout clothes, you're wearing them for such a short period of time. So you're wearing them like two hours and then you're washing it. So you're washing it so often because you're going to want to wash it every time you work out in it because you're sweating. Yeah, you're not going to wear the same workout clothes twice. That's gross. Exactly. Plus it's rubbing in places while you're working out. You want something super soft. I understand it for sure. Makes sense. Maybe not everybody can afford it, no, 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 which no. I understand wanting it and not being able to afford it, but also it's not a complete necessity. No, no, it's not. It's yeah. it's a luxury item. It's a luxury item. Exactly. It's in high-end wealthy areas with a wealthy customer base. So the mall that I worked in was a high-end mall. You're not going to find it in like the lower end malls. No. So the employees are actually called educators. Because they're trying to make them look super luxury, like, oh, what should I get? And then they're like, oh, I know everything. I'm an expert. I'm the educator. Okay. And I'm sure they have, like, crazy training and everything. Like, Uh, Not you coming for the workout or the freaking company's job title. (laughs) I know everything. I know. I'm, like, a professional. I'm, like, a professional clothing person. Bitch, do you even do yoga? Do you even lift, bro? Do you even lift? I can't. I was meditating this morning that you're going to get this shirt because it's fucking awesome. Oh, God. I don't know if they're like that. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm just talking shit. We talk shit. We talk shit about... That's our thing, I realized. Do we We talk a lot of shit? We're shit talkers. We talk a lot of shit on different jobs. I think it's because we work. It's just so funny. And I feel like people who work in customer service can take a joke. Yeah, because they deal with so much bullshit. We made fun of nurses. We made fun of... The poor nurse, but we're not serious. No, no, no. It's just fun to poke fun at our friends. Yeah, well, and we know everybody in all of these fields. No, we really do. So it's not like we're, like, most of the time when I'm talking shit, it's because one of my friends told me, like, that's... And also we're, like, I don't know, I I just feel like when I'm really good friends with somebody, I like to pick on them. Same. And so I feel like everybody who listens to our podcasts are our friends. Yeah. So I just want to, like... Pick on them a little bit. And it'll make you feel special when we talk about your job. And you're just like, bitch, no, that's not how it is. Then why, did, just, I, then why did I talk shit on dads? Just yeah, I just don't want anyone to get offended because it's just, we're just playing. Yeah. Okay. Nobody likes to work. So we're just making light of a... <laughs> light of a dark situation. A dark situation, yeah. This Lululemon was located in Bethesda, like I said, which is a wealthy and high-end area. It's said that it's very safe and it was next to an apple store so that tells you what kind of area it is it's like right next door to apple and it was kind of like an it was an outdoor it's an outdoor mall 
like I don't know if it was a mall, but it was like an outdoor like shopping area, kind of like how it would be if you went shopping in like Hollywood or something. That's what it reminds me of. Well, like high end stores on a street. Well, the only thing I'm thinking of is they have like like in Brea, California, no, or like, like Hollywood, or what's that place? The Garden Walk. It's not like the Garden Walk. It's on a street. Like the stores are on. It looked like the stores were on a road, a main road. Okay. It reminds me more of LA. That's weird that an Apple store would be on that. I know Apple's and really it's particular. A giant Apple store. Oh, okay. So it's like a big ass one. It's like a big one. It's not like in the mall. It's like, looks like a big ass Apple store. Well, from the outside, but the inside, the CCTV for this case, the inside looks kind of small, but I don't know if it's a camera angle because even the Lululemon looks small, but from outside, they look big. Okay. So it's like a specialty type of place. Exactly. And there's like restaurants in that area too. Like okay. it's somewhere you're going to eat, you're going to walk and you're going to shop. So Saturday, the 12th of March which would have been the day after the incident I'm going to tell you about, the morning educator. Oh, God. <laughs> Rachel, who's also like the store manager. She's like the main store manager. So this is for Rachel. You big, fat. White, nasty, smelling, fat bitch. Why you took me off the motherfucking schedule with your trifling, dirty, dirty white, white racist ass, ass, big, fat, fat bitch. body ass bitch. Sorry. Okay, so this is for Rachel. Okay. She comes in to open the store. It's the 12th of March. It's a Saturday. She arrived around 8 a.m. and notices the door was unlocked. It was super weird. Sketchy. It was already unlocked, which was weird because she was the only one opening the store that day. She That's wasn't really expecting. weird. I think yeah, it is kind of weird. Or maybe she was going to be there before everybody else because she was the manager. I'm not really sure. But she gets there and it's really weird that it's open because nobody else was supposed to open it. Lululemon got a change their policies i'm wondering if it was just that store maybe not a lot of people shopped that early i'm not i don't know no it should be a safety thing though you never know somebody could be like trying to rob them in yeah the morning. exactly she was super concerned and she entered and noticed that the store appeared to have been broken into so it, it looked like somebody came through the store it was a mess there were clothes on the floor the tv had been pulled off the wall and shattered there's mannequins tipped over and among all the chaos she notices blood a little bit of blood like she sees blood and she decides not to investigate any further because she's freaked out. Like, it looks like a robbery, but there's blood. Why is there blood? Okay. So she goes outside to call the police, and she's shaking. She's freaking out. And there's a man named Ryan that had been waiting in the giant line next door at Apple because the iPad 2 release was going on. So that's what kind of line it was. Okay. 8 a.m. It was, so it was launch day. He's, like, the first one there. Like, I'm getting that iPad 2. I don't give a fuck. My tent is out there. Did you ever see that? That sorry, this is super random, off topic. Did you ever see that guy that got the iPhone and he went to go open the box and then dropped it? Yeah, like a dumbass. It was probably like that year. I'm not even kidding you. Okay. So he notices that she's freaking out and he comes to check on her. He leaves his place in line. He left his place in line. Well, uh, he's a hero. He's obviously he's like, oh my gosh, this poor woman outside of Lululemon. She must have been freaking out if he, unless he was just coming to get in line and he was like, oh well. I guess I well, don't maybe need the iPad well, Who knows? Like, I don't know what. I, maybe we're just too Californian. And like our lines for the iPad and the iPhone that is like sense. around the block. That actually makes sense. You'd be there for like 10 hours. Remember no. when I waited in Best Buy? Like that. Yes. So he comes to check on her and she tells him what happens. And he's like, hey, you know what? I'll go inside and I'll help you look around. So Damn she's like, in Maryland. please go with me. Let's go. So I've seen two different things i saw one thing saying that she waited outside 
But then I saw another thing that she actually went inside. The version I read or I know of is both of them went together. Okay, that's what I I believe. So he goes inside. They both see the blood as well. And as he follows the trail to the back of the store, she basically goes up to the registers and she sees that all the registers are open and the safes are open. And it's messy over there. And she kind of stays over in that area. Mm -hmm. She didn't go further back. Like her job was to secure the money, correct? I think so, yeah. And so he notices more blood and a bloody shoe and more stuff on the floor. So he follows the blood and he finds a body. And the body was in, like, it looked like that junk haul that you have in retail in the store where it's looked like a hallway, but there's a ton of boxes stacked to the roof on one side. And one of those ugly metal shelves, like the industrial shelves. Yeah, the racks. Like a rack, yeah. And it just has, like, a toolbox. Fixtures, random bullshit. Just, it had, yeah, just a bunch of stuff that they would need in the store. Probably, like, where they keep their price tagging stuff all that crap's on random crap yeah and there's blood everywhere i mean it's splashed up the wall it's all over the floor when he sees this body it's so brutally it's just so severe that he can't even tell if he's looking at a male or female he just thinks it's a female because the hair's long and the person's face down on the floor he's like hell no i'm getting out of here he's like nah not about it no thanks too freaky he's like all right i'm gonna go get my ipad now like, all right, cool. You're on but your own. They open in 10, so I gotta head out. Exactly. So there's also like a fold up table right there. It's just like a bunch of clutter and junk and blood. And Ryan, he's freaked out. He decides to leave the store and then he hears a groan from the store restroom. He goes to take a look and when he looks inside, he sees a woman who's also covered in blood. She's lying on her back with her hands bound by two zip ties and they're raised above her head and her legs are bound as well. Okay. She had a big injury to her forehead and her shirt was lifted up, but it was just her stomach showing. It wasn't up over her boobs or anything. Okay. It was literally like just her whole stomach was exposed and she has scratches all over her stomach, but not scrapes. They're like cuts, but not stab wounds. Wait, what? Like deep scratches, not like fingernail scratches. Like, okay. Like somebody sliced her everywhere, but not open slices. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Kind of. Like deep, deep scratches, basically. Or if some, you cut yourself with a razor blade, but didn't go that deep. Like if you skimmed your skin with a box cutter. Okay. All over her stomach. Okay. And I guess um, I didn't see, but they were also like on her legs and everything. Is it kind of like when you scratch yourself on a sharp piece? Yeah, kind of like that. So it's not like a weird angle and it like. Yeah, but they were weird. like, they were everywhere. And then her yoga pants had the crotch cut out. Like they cut a big hole in her crotch of her leggings. Okay. He found the closing store educator, 28-year-old Brittany Norwood, on the bathroom floor. Okay. And she was still alive. Um, Once emergency services arrived, they were able to identify the deceased body as Jaina Murray, which was one of the managers closing the store with Brittany the night before. So I think she was like an assistant manager or a closing manager or something. Okay. So we had a closer and an employee. Yes. And Jaina Marie was 30 years old and she was somebody that always smiled and everybody loved. She loved to travel. She would rock climb, skydive, bungee jump. She was super adventurous. She loved to have a good time. At the time of her murder, she was in a long-term relationship and she had known her boyfriend since grade school. Her boyfriend was actually preparing to propose. Okay. And Jaina was in the process of getting her master's at John Hopkins, so very smart. She was in the university studying business and communications. So she was doing a lot. 
Yes. She studied the Lululemon company for school. So since she was in business, she decided, I think she must have done an assignment on Lululemon. And I think in her assignment said how much she liked the store and their policies and their branding and stuff like that. And her professor was like, oh, you should get a job there since you really enjoyed it. And the way Lululemon ran their business. So she did. Okay. The other educator that ended up surviving Brittany, she was rushed straight to the hospital. Besides the injury to her forehead, all her other wounds were very minor. The police were able to talk to her and interview her right away. Okay. Brittany said that after her and Jaina closed the store the night before at about 10, Brittany started walking to the metro and Jaina left in her car. So Jaina drove that day. Brittany would take the bus. Okay. Right? The metro is the bus. Yeah. Yeah. When Brittany got to the bus, she realized she didn't have her metro card and that it was still at the store. Mm -hmm. She immediately called Jaina to see if she could come back to the store because she's a manager. She had the keys like, hey, can you just come open the door? Like, I can't get home. Yeah. They meet back at the store and Jaina leaves her car parked out front. They're just going to run in real quick. They search everywhere for the metro card, but they can't find it. It's already late. And so Jaina tells Brittany, hey, you know what? I have my metro card. Why don't you just borrow it since I drove? And then we'll figure it out tomorrow. Makes sense. I'm surprised she just wouldn't offer her right home. I don't know how far out they lived or maybe in different directions or That's something. That's true. But, uh, or maybe like a manager employee type of thing, like policy or something. Yeah. Or maybe she just didn't like her. Maybe. They're like, hey, sorry. Here's my metro card. Good luck. Yeah. Well, she says that right when they're about to leave the store, two men in all black wearing ski masks and gloves come into the store. One knocked Jaina out. And the other dragged Brittany to the restroom where he cursed and used racial slurs at her. He began cutting her all over. He cut her leggings and began sexually assaulting her with a wooden hanger and raping her. Brittany said that while she was getting attacked, she could hear Jaina being attacked in the other room. Jaina was screaming and there was noise. Jaina's screams began to fade more and more until they stopped. Brittany was telling the police what happened, but was hysterical and said at one point she escaped her attacker. She saw Jane in the other room and she just was crying and she just said there was so much blood. There was so much blood. Like there was so much blood. Mm -hmm. She was clearly freaked out. But before she could get back to her, she was dragged back to the bathroom by her attacker. She was asking how Jaina was. She was asking the cops, but how's Jaina? Because she didn't even know that she didn't make it. She never seen her. She was tied in the bathroom. And when she found out that Jaina passed away, she felt like it was her fault for getting Jaina to come back to the store to find the Metro card. That if she never called her to come back to the store, it would have never happened. She never forgot her Metro card. None of it would have happened. She had survivor's guilt. She just felt super guilty. Mm -hmm. They conduct Jaina's autopsy and it shows that she had at least 331 injuries and that they were caused by at least seven weapons. The weapons included a hammer, a wrench, two box cutters, rope, and a metal, like a little metal piece from one of the mannequins. Yeah, they have a lot of weird metal things. Yeah, and all, all of the weapons were from the store toolbox. And the toolbox was actually found like on top of Jaina's body. Like they just grabbed the toolbox right there from that junk clutter shelf. In the back. Opened it up and just attacked her with all of those weapons. The sad thing is, Jaina was alive for the whole attack. And they were able to tell this because her injuries had bled and bruised. Oh. So she fought super hard, but died the last wound when she was stabbed in the back of the neck. And it separated her spinal cord from her brain. It's so sad. It's really bad. The average attack, aggressive, violent attack like this, would be around 50 injuries. Mm-hmm. So it's overkill. And they think the attack lasted about 15 minutes, which is a very long time for an attack. 
Yeah. Like if you remember the case I did of Tyler Hadley, the killer house party, remember the dad said by the time he came in to the son attacking the mom, like she was already, she was already like the attack was over. Yeah. Like seconds. I know it's like, I'm pretty sure it's like the average. I'm pretty sure I've read it somewhere. The average is like two to like five minutes or something like yeah. short like that. So 15 minutes. Yeah. Switching weapons. She had a lot of wounds to her head and torso, but nothing really below that. And it could have honestly been more wounds, but they were layered, so it was hard to tell how many. But that also shows that whoever attacked her was going to kill her. They weren't going for to Anything fight her Anything else, off. exactly. They were, they were going for death. And it seemed like they were just... It, this hallway is so narrow because of the boxes and the shelves and everything, that because it was like a floor shelf, that she would have been trapped. There yeah. was a handprint on the wall and like blood's like smear. Kind of like the Titanic on the window, yeah. but blood. Okay. Like she was trying to get up or... Well, I, I've been in those hallways. Like and... if you're laying in a hallway and someone's on top of you, yeah, there's nowhere to go. You're trapped. That's and it. there was also a wall above her head. So she was like in a corner, basically. So Brittany said that the attacker, one was short and one was very tall. So two all black, ski mask, gloves, and that was all she could see. Lululemon didn't have cameras in their store at the time, which is so strange. You know, it's actually really weird huh this is a random fact that i know a lot of clothing stores and a lot of up-and-coming stores actually don't put cameras in their stores because they don't want you to feel like you're being watched yeah. they want you to be comfortable while you're shopping yes like a more inclusive and welcoming environment and like a pristine experience or yes. whatever it is yeah i could see that so they a lot of companies like I, I don't know why they did that i know a lot of companies have kind of gone away from it but it was a super popular trend to not have that in their store i know for sure some of them would put them at just the registers yes and also they charge so much for their leggings and it probably cost them like a dollar to make them that so like, yeah. they just cut their losses if there's theft well and i think they had the tags that go on stuff oh yeah yeah and most of them are in malls so if they're gonna steal they can just call mall security yeah and then also i'm sure they um would either just cut their losses and i'm sure they did a lot of deposits throughout the day yeah, you know, so that they didn't have a lot of cash in the store at once. So the only evidence of the attacker was a size 14 sneaker and blood tracks from that shoe. One shoe, correct? Yes. A size 14, that's really big. That's a big ass foot. Well, I'm a size 13. Yeah, but isn't a 14 already special order? I don't know. I'm pretty sure I if you're a size have, 14, you have I, to... I think they have big ass shoes on the, on, the, on the shelves. Yeah. So you can see them from far away. Oh, that makes sense. The blood tracks were actually like stamps, like blood stamps. Like, they, it wasn't like somebody prints. walked. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of them, and there was no prints leaving the store. So they just kind of end in one area. Like, you know when you st use a stamp and you put it in ink and you stamp it and it slowly, like, yeah. fades off? Mm -hmm. Like that. Okay. Luckily, the Apple store next door had cameras, obviously. And it showed the men passing at the time of the murder. Two men passing the front of the store. Mm -hmm. One taller, one shorter, all black. But you couldn't see the faces. A detective decided to just kind of sit outside, old-fashioned stakeout, see if the guys passed by again the next day or the day after. Yeah. And the next night, he was in luck because two men, all black, passed by. They end up tracking him down. They talked to them. And they were actually just waiters that worked nearby that had all black uniforms. And they would walk by there every day. They would pass the store every night that they worked, basically, because they had probably a parking structure I'm just going to say right now, you. I'm, I'm just going to fucking say right now, for a brief moment, I was like, wait, do I not know this case as well as I do? <laughs> I 
saw your face. I was like, wait a damn minute. So they look at the CCTV inside of the Apple store and it shows the workers listening through the wall and talking to each other and they're concerned. They're like listening through the wall like, what the hell? There's like a huge display of the, the iPhones and everything like where you could mess the phone with them. cases and stuff, yeah. Yeah. And so they're listening through the wall and they're just like looking at each other like, what's that? The cops ask them and they say that they heard the attack, but they didn't call the police because they just thought it was a bit of drama. Okay. Uh, okay. This is... Okay. I worked next to a big lot. Okay. And in our storage room, we can hear things. Oh my God. I love that. And it always sounded like shit was going down always we worked next to a foreign exchange and it sounded like there was a rave next door their music was so loud i swear yeah and we just like oh dang at the shampoo bowls we'd be washing out our clients we just that's what we'd hear we'd be like hey how does that feel and you just hear that in the background no so when i worked next to this big lots you can hear everything that's so freaking crazy. So the employees, they ask him and they say that they heard thumping, screaming, and someone saying, talk to me, tell me what's going on. And someone said, stop. Oh, God, please help me, God. Oh. And they're just like, oh, just a bit of drama. Just a wee uh, bit of drama. The, the iPad's coming out tomorrow. On the morrow. They were probably like, Daniel, get your ass over here. We need you to set up the display for tomorrow. Where are the iPads? They're like, you know what? It's been a long fucking day. I got to be here at 6 a.m. for the launch. Like, fuck it. I'm going home. Like, this ain't my problem. Lululemon could figure that shit out. Literally, yeah. But that's what I'd fucked up, but I'd probably do the same way. I'd be like, nah, like, this ain't my problem. If it really, really bad, I'd probably call. Probably if I heard the, oh, God, please help, I would probably be like, all right, it's time to call the police. Yeah. But if I didn't hear that, I'd probably be like, eh, eh, well, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'd be like, mm, I'm not getting paid enough for this. <laughs> Same. I'm still on the clock. I'm getting paid minimum wage. Among further investigation of the crime scene, they noticed that the footprints from the shoe were too neat. Like a trail followed by smaller footprints. That's what I was going to say. Okay, so when you walk, yeah, most people, when they walk, they slide a part of their foot. Yes. They don't, like... Walk neatly. Yeah, I don't know anybody that walks neatly. And also, they weren't overlapping. And in an, in an attack... There would be overlapping. Overlapping. You'd be chasing each other, or whatever. You'd be moving fast. There'd be a slide to it. You know what I think of every time I hear an attack? What? Like scary movie. You know when Ghostface is like clumsy as fuck. <laughs> That's what goes through my head. Just like the fridge opening him hitting it and be like, ah. Oh. Seriously, yeah. So that's so, what I envision. This is when police realized that the shoe was one of the shoes kept in the store to be tried on with the clothes. If you didn't have your own trainers, you could try them on with the leggings. Like, say you're wearing sandals or something, you want to see how it looked with a shoe. Is that, did they do that? I guess so. I'm kind of psycho. Yeah, like, oh, how well, it look with gross. a trainer? Like, look at me. Yeah. But they're like, let me take this size 13 shoe on. It's freaking 14 because it oh, fit 14, everybody. Oh, 14, my bad. I'm 13. You know, you're a size 5. Guess what? She's going to be a little uh, bit imagine. big. Your foot's, you're not walking. You look you're like just you have fucking Air Force Ones on. Yeah, you're like, you're like I don't me. want these leggings. They're making my feet look huge. <laughs> yeah. Lululemon doesn't sell the shoes. They're not like shoes they try on and sell. They just, you know, see how they look. What the fuck? Really? Like, oh my God, I look so... psycho. I look so sporty. Look at me. Look at me. I'm a sports bitch. I'm a sporty ass hoe. So... run everywhere. I'm fucking running. So the police did not find any outside weapons besides the, you know, just the toolbox weapons. And they begin to realize that it'd be very strange to rob a store without any sort of weapon. Although the money from the safe and the registers were missing, did they expect the store to be empty, like the people who broke in so they didn't bring a weapon? The robbery gone 
wrong. They tried to, they saw the girls leave. They came in and then the girls were back. And it's crazy that Brittany's injuries were so mild compared to Jaina. But there were two attackers. So maybe one was like more crazy than the other. Here's the thing. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. When you go to do something, I said it with case number one. When you go to do something and other shit happens, you don't escalate it. Like I said, I wasn't like, I just murdered these bitches, but this vase looks nice. If you're going to go rob somewhere, you're not going to beat the shit out of somebody and sexually assault somebody and then dip. You're just going to leave. Yeah. You're just going to pick your, like, pick your battles. Like, oh, I wasn't expecting this. Yep. Exactly. So they ended up finding Jaina's car three blocks away. The one that was parked what in front of the store. Okay. The car had both women's blood present, but no other blood. Just, just the two women. Only in the driver's seat. If it was two men, what happened to the other one? Why would only one drive the car? Unless one drove that car and one drove whatever car they came in. Yeah. They're like, I'm just going to tailgate you while we go dip. First of all, it just seems. It's really weird. Pointless to move the car. Yes, exactly. And also whoever attacked them would have been bleeding for sure. An attack that brutal. That person would fight back like crazy. You said both the girl's blood were in the car? Yes. Oh, actually, just keep, it's hard because I know the case. Yes. So it's just keep going. So the police ask a bit, call in Brittany and they're asking her questions because they think it was Brittany in the car. She claims that she wasn't in the car. She's like, no, wasn't in the car. Sorry. Don't know how to help you. But then she comes back to the police station and she's like, you know what? A memory came back to me. I couldn't remember before, but now I'm starting to remember. It was trauma. Shit was a bit fuzzy. Actually, the guy made me go and move the car because it was in front of the store and it would have drawn too much attention. And <laughs> so they told me that I had to go and drive it and that I needed to come back because if not, they would kill me. I needed to leave, go park the car and walk back. Oh, she also passed an officer, but she was too afraid to w tell them what was happening. So she passed a cop car, but didn't alert anybody, didn't tell anybody, just went, parked the car three blocks away and walked back and returned to the scene. So the other educator was just still alive at this point? No, she she was being attacked. Like the guys stayed there attacking oh. her. And they were like, hey, Britt, can you move the car real quick, honey? <laughs> hey, Britt. <laughs> like, not, the, not the Brit. Hey, Brit, I just need the car moved. It's going to get attention. Some shit's going to go down. Apple's happening tomorrow. Like We do not need this. So here's the keys, Brit. Just, you or got like us, right? maybe before they left, they were like, all right, I'm going to let you guys go. Don't call anybody. Go move the car and then you could come back. And then just, but she was tied up. So it's like. With all due respect. And maybe I'm a horrible person. None of it makes sense. But if that was me and they gave me keys to move a car. I'd be like, peace out peace i would drive straight to the police station and be like hey this is the address this is where shit went down i'm not going back good luck you guys have everything and no person would ever let somebody like these Wait. violent attackers exactly and well, still be at the store waiting for her because that would happen because exactly somebody like me would drive straight to the police station yeah i would not go back fuck no so when the cops tell britney that they think she's responsible for all of it she denies it and says i just want to go home oh it's not me. I just want to go. So the police end up bringing her brother into the interrogation room. They had already told him everything. This actually reminds me a lot of the Chris Watts case. If you know it, they bring his dad in and he confesses kind of to his dad in the interrogation room. Yes. So they tell their brother everything. They have him come into the interrogation room to see if she would confess to him while they leave the room. Like, okay, we're just going to let you guys talk, you know? Mm -hmm. And then the brother's just like... 
girl, you got to tell me what's happening. Cause if not, like if you did something like that's fine, but we got to get you a lawyer. Yeah. Like we gotta, we gotta figure it out. And I, I I'm not sure if he's, um, playing along with the cops to find out what happened or he like really thinks she didn't do it. But if the cops tell you what happened and then have you go in there, it's obvious that they're waiting for her to say something, you know? So I don't know if he was helping the cops. Well, it just seems kind of random to me. Okay, first of all, scenario. If you and I were in this situation and you were getting interrogated by the cops and my ass showed up, what would you, you, we sure as hell would not be like, hey, so this went down? No, I would look you in the eye like, don't fucking say anything. And you'd be like, okay, I'm not, I got your back. Okay, maybe we're not the two good people for this. But imagine Eric, our brother, show up in your interrogation room. I would not tell him anything. You'd in be the like, interrogation the fuck room. are you doing here and why are you here? Yeah, exactly. So I don't know if they were close. I don't really know. But she asks her brother, like, are there cameras in here? Um, He's like, no, I don't see any cameras. Like, there's none. I already checked. Which, it's an interrogation room. It's 2011. Are you fucking stupid? Have you never seen an interrogation video? Have you never seen fucking... They're recording. Anything? There's hidden cameras. Are they hidden? Do you watch TV? I don't fucking know. Like, yeah, I, they I don't were know. just in the corner. I think they are in the corner, but I think in this case, it kind of looked like it was hidden. She just is like, I don't want to talk about it here. Okay. And then she says, I don't want everyone to be disappointed in me. She doesn't confess, but she says she didn't know what to do and that it just happened. But she doesn't just straight up say, like, I did it. Okay. She's like, I don't know. What, I didn't know what to do. It just happened. Which I guess. You can't really spin that as an as a confession. Exactly. So, but it is enough for the police to arrest her. They arrest her, and Jana's family was shocked because they thought, you know what, this is someone that went through this horrible thing with our family member, and at least someone was there with her type of thing. Like she wasn't alone. But then, when the family's going to Jana's funeral, they call and say, you know what, Brittany actually killed her. Wait, I'm sorry, what? As Jaina's family's heading to her funeral, the police call and say, hey, you know what? Brittany actually killed Jaina. Like, can you can you come to trial type of thing? And they're hesitant because they would have to hear all the details and see all the pictures and everything. Wait, I didn't. I don't think I've, I read this or heard this part or remember this part, actually. Yeah. So That's like wrong place, wrong time, but I guess I will. Yeah, so they decide to go because they're like, you know what? This person's fucking psycho. We cannot have them going free. Like, Brittany, we can't have her going free. Well, She's yeah. fucking crazy. We're just going to go. We're going to deal with it. We're going to see everything. And Brittany actually had a long history of violence and stealing and, like, stalking her ex-boyfriend. And she had some issues. They had to get a restraining order. And she'd, like, break into the house and steal stuff and, like, just would always be stealing. She's actually worked at a Lululemon before and got fired for stealing. Like a klepto? Yes. Like, would she just steal shit just to steal shit? Or would she just steal shit because she, like, loved the company so much and was like, I need the whole line. I don't know. She was like, I'm going to show up to work in these fucking ladies. I'm going to stay at bottom. I'm going to sell so much shit. She's like, I went down to the other one down the street that we don't have that's three hours away. And I got myself some new workout attire. Yeah. And then the company's like, that's really fucking weird because our shortage is really high. Yeah. Well, actually, you know what? I'm glad you said it because the weeks leading up to the murders, the store managers noticed that merchandise had been going missing. Yeah, it's a shortage thing. I've yeah. been in management and retail. I get it. So they, I guess Lululemon does have kind of like a bag searching policy, but they were making sure that they were checking every employee's bag at the end of the day. 
which is normal. When mm-hmm. something starts going missing, like when I worked at the salon, things started going missing. We had to either get our bags checked or have clear bags. No, it's a real thing. Same with Mac. They have to have clear bags. All employees' bags would be checked at the end of the shift. And on Friday night after the shift, Jaina actually checked Brittany's bag and found a pair of leggings with the tag still on it. Okay. Brittany said, oh, I purchased them from another coworker slash educator and basically told her boss that she could call her if she wants to confirm with her. Like, oh, I, I bought them from her. You can even call and ask her. Sounds like somebody's covering up for somebody, but okay. Exactly. And Jaina is just like, you know what? No big deal. I'm going to talk to the manager, Rachel, tomorrow and figure out what's going on. But, like, let's go home. I'm starting to think about this now. What if they don't have those little tags? The tags, yeah. Because they, I, I can don't see know. them come as a company being like, we don't want to puncture our clothing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I think really big stores that right make off. a lot. Yeah. Because companies make so much money off write-offs like that. Like insurance-wise. Yeah. I actually wanted to add something in that I didn't write down and I wasn't really sure where to add it in. And that's kind of why I didn't put it in because I'm not really sure where to put it. What is that? But now that you said it, now that we're going into the policies and stuff like that, I did find a couple things from previous employees saying that to work for, because it got me really thinking about the, like the structure of Lululemon. Especially because Jaina had said that she liked the way that their structure was. So you're saying you're researching that. Why don't you just get a job there? And Fuck you know, off. some workplaces are toxic. And I have experience with this. They're culty? Yes. And that's what it was said. That it's very culty. That the, the consumers are very culty. And the employee actually said, I'm going to quote her on this. All right. It says, we were positive. We were healthy. We were enthusiastic. While retail employees at American Apparel or Forever 21 might spend their half-hour breaks eating pizza or smoking in the alley, my coworkers and I did sit-ups and headstands, read the self-help books in the employee library, and talked shit about gluten. Few people attain great lives, in large part because it's just so easy to settle for a good life. Catherine read aloud from Good to Great, a book, while the juice-fasting co-workers balanced on their hands in the break room, which was really just a fluorescent-lit corner of the stock room. In that moment, it seemed as educators, we were pressed to live our best selves, treat life like a party, and never give up on greatness. If you were unhappy, angry, paranoid, just tell a different story. The idea that you could shape reality to look however you wanted suddenly seemed dangerous, easily abused, especially among my eighth type A co-workers who exercised and worked and exercised and worked and ate so little that it was really a surprise that someone eventually snapped. So they were, it was almost like competing to be the healthiest person and like the skinniest person. And I just want to be pretty. Yeah, exactly. So, so where do I sign up? After, <laughs> after Jaina confronts her about the leggings, they leave the store. Brittany's freaking out because she doesn't want to get fired. This is when she comes up with a plan to lure Jaina back to the store with the Metro card lie. Mm-hmm. Which is so psycho. Yeah. It was planned. Brittany didn't know, though, that Jaina was already on the phone with the manager, Rachel, when she was driving before Brittany called her to go back to the store. Interesting. So as soon as Jaina left the store, she called Rachel. And she told Rachel that Brittany was stealing. Mm-hmm. And they were talking in the car. And then she was like, hold on. Fucking Brittany's calling me. Brittany needs something else. Surprise, she surprise. She forgot the matching top. And so she's like, I'll call you back, dude. I don't know if she said that, but. I can, I, well, I buzz, can imagine buzz, it. I'll call you back. So Brittany's calling me. She wants me to go back to the store. She got to the store. She left her car. 
She ran in. Brittany was in. Brittany confronts Jaina, and that's what the Apple employees heard next door. And once the 15-minute attack ended, Brittany staged the crime scene to look like a robbery. She ended up moving the car so nobody would see it. I guess Rachel, the manager, lived across the street, and she didn't want her to look outside and see that Jaina's car was outside overnight. What the fuck? Because she would freak out and come over there. That makes sense. She moves the car, stages the crime scene, gets the size 14 shoe off the shelf... She starts to create fake footprints. She cuts the crotch of her leggings. And then she cuts the crotch of Jaina's leggings. And turns out they weren't sexually assaulted. Yes. So it was fake. But then I saw somewhere else that they were sexually assaulted with the hangers. So I'm not sure. But I think it was just made to look like that. Yeah. And then she cut the scratches all over her body. And I think it was with like the little box cutter from the toolbox. She had the head wound, which was real, that she got from Jaina when she was attacking her yeah and she ends up getting Jaina's blood on like tissues and she puts it like stamps it in the bathroom and all over her body so it looks like she was bleeding more than she actually was and then when she was asked later why she had Jaina's blood all over her she said that it was because she like before they knew it was her and she said it's because she had to like lay on Jaina's body or something like that Mm-hmm. So maybe she did lay on her body to like transfer blood to her to make it look worse. Then she gets the store zip ties. She puts them around her legs and then she puts them around her wrists. She tightens them with her teeth mm-hmm. and puts her arms up over her head, pulls her shirt up and literally just lays there on the bathroom floor until she was found the next morning. Fuck. Like a psycho. Imagine if she had a pee. She's like, fuck. Like that would be my luck. Like I Just pee. You got attacked supposedly. You're trying to stage something Brittany ends up being found guilty of premeditative first degree murder within minutes by the jury she received life in prison she received life in prison without the possibility of parole damn that's a toxic ass workplace but have you signed up for the rewards membership <laughs> i walked in there for two seconds and i wanted to see the price range and i picked up the tag and i saw it and i was just like oh all right not the store for me <laughs> like this is cute but i'm gonna I'll, just head I'll out i'll take my poor ass down to forever 21 now and then you're gonna be like oh my god this shirt's so cute and then you pick it up and it says like five dollars you're like what the fuck no oh, at forever yeah. yeah you're like this is so cute oh it says avocado yeah literally it's the weirdest shit fuck <laughs> i don't know that case just trips me out yeah and britney looks ghetto poor britney like she looks super ghetto like she's be, she fucking i don't know how she even works there. she does not look like somebody that would work at lululemon well some people i mean obviously she was ghetto she freaking stole and then killed somebody so well, i don't feel bad saying she looked ghetto because she was ghetto yeah but some people are really good at putting on a front like really good have you ever like seen somebody and you're like man they look good and then you see them when they're like aren't put together and yeah like, that's true and jana and britney look like completely different people on completely different paths to life and i'm sure that britney must have not liked jana besides the stealing thing i haven't seen it anywhere and this is my opinion from having experience in the workplace mm-hmm. i think she hated her and every single day had to and deal with her shit deal with her and just could not stand her and that her finding the leggings was just like the cherry on top the tip of the iceberg like you can just be like first of all i fucking know you've been stealing i know there's shortage in the store i look at the inventory numbers and literally this is the problem and you're trying to sit and lie to me basically saying that you, this is from somebody else but you know i know saying? that's utter bullshit like i could just britney Im- hated jana oh that's why she killed her so brutally like i feel like it was a toxic work environment like i feel like you think jana probably hated britney though i'm sure they were very different people 
Well, Brittany looks like a problematic employee. From the fact that Jaina would travel and rock climb and bungee jump and skydive, she obviously had money. She's going to John Hopkins University. She, You could tell they're just different. They're in no, different yes. And I could see that Brittany probably hated Jaina because she was more privileged than her. She was way more privileged than her. Maybe. And I think that, I don't want to say that because she's not alive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, and this is just speculation, but it looks like Jaina was the manager and going to school. And she was doing well. Exactly. And Brittany looks like she just had a hard life, couldn't afford stuff, was like stealing. Just her life was not as great as Jaina's. I wonder. I and wonder. it made her, and they work together. So, you know, she sees her every day and, and she's talking about how her relationship's so great and her school's so great. And like, Brittany's just like, I fucking hate her. Well, let me. Also, it could have been another thing. It could. This is more speculation, but I can just imagine Brittany is probably making minimum wage. She's probably not making very much money. Brittany. And she's around all these people who are dropping $95 on a goddamn pair of pants. Yeah. And she's just like, I Wanting just want to fit fucking fit in. Yeah. And then when her only source of like finding her way to get like to fit in gets exposed, she just flips out. Yeah. And already hated Gina. Yes. So it was just like. And had to work with her the whole night or whatever, you know, and I'm not excusing what she did. I'm not trying to say that. That's what she did is horrible and it's not right. I think that was the situation. I can see that. Which is obviously not okay to kill somebody. No, it's never It's just crazy, but I, I, I don't know. When you're somebody that doesn't come from a lot and you're around a lot of people that have a lot. Mm-hmm. It just seems like she did not fit in at Lululemon. No, everybody who goes to Lululemon clearly has money to blow on workout equipment. Honestly, at that point, just go to freaking Nike. Yeah, she would have fit in more at Nike, I think. Or like, and there's so many other stores. Yes. Like, at that point, just there's so many other stores. Yeah, and it seems like the workplace was very competitive. It looks, have you ever like looked at the way people are in there? Like employee, well, I guess you no. don't really go, like... I just popped in one time when it was first built because it was a new store in the mall. And I was just like, hell no. First of all, I don't work out. Second of all. Well, second of all, well, when you're in a mall and they're putting in a new store and you see it every day. So, you know, that shit was covered for months or weeks with that big ass covering. That's like new store coming. Can't wait to see. And it was a big, like a big store close. I don't remember what store. And we're like, what's going to be there? What's going to be there? And we'd all get super excited. And then it opens and then you're like, what is this? And then my clients who had a lot of money getting their hair done, they would be like, oh, it's just a, like an H&M, but more basic. Oh, God. And I'm like, H&M, some stuff can be kind of pricey. You're like, this skirt was $12 from H&M and these pants are 198 I don't understand. But I've even bought their basic lines, like their like little dress thing. For like 15 bucks. And I've had dresses from there that have literally lasted me 10 years. Yeah. Not sponsored. Um, <laughs> but if you want us to sponsor us, H&M, hit us up. <laughs> yeah, H&M is not really my type of clothing. No, me either. It's too... Not at all. I still go in there to check every time because I'm like, maybe I'll find a cute something. Well, that's cool because like I feel like girls' basics like... are a lot easier and then guys' basics. Yeah. They do have cute, like, men's, like, jogger sets and problem. stuff like that, but they're really expensive. You can get the same exact thing from Target, same quality, same colors, same style, this is the and thing. it's way cheaper. I've noticed, and I'm not coming for H&M, but I noticed a lot of their stuff, their cheaper stuff, for men at least, is not that good quality. It will literally fall apart. Like, I remember I got a pair of joggers from there. And you know those elastic bands? Oh, that, that go flip. Of it? That flip. 
I already fucking knew you were going to say that. In the ankle. It wasn't even in like. <laughs> I've never seen that. N- me neither. And then freaking Jesus decided to curse me. And you know what? I, I was did, just like, nah. I did see some shorts there. And they were like a pretty decent price. They were a little more expensive and the quality was amazing. Like it felt really good. And so I bought two of them for Joel. And it was more than I would normally spend on like a, like a sweatpants short, you know, like a lounge short. Yeah. It was summer and I know that Joel was enjoying them and stuff. And so I wanted to get him two like nice pairs of shorts and they had really cool colors. And then I bought two of them and then I realized that they came out with the same exact ones kind of at Walmart. Mm-hmm. And like three weeks later, I saw Joel's short from the short, the pair from them and it had a hole. That's like, the thing. Like, in the butt cheek. Yeah. I've noticed a lot and of stuff. I was like, H&M what the stuff. hell? Like, why does it have a hole? And literally his one from Walmart is still holding up. And it was like $15 cheaper. Yeah. It's sad, but I've noticed a lot of H&M, Forever 21, all of those random stores that sell men's clothes. Obviously, all those places are targeted towards women. And they have a men's line because they just want to make more money. And they just want the girlfriend to go in there, walk over to the men's being like, Oh my god, I found you this shirt and it has palm trees on it. Like, literally, I, it's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for the story. You're welcome. It's crazy to me. It's a good one. The twist is just... I, w- I was super invested the first time I heard it. I was so, inv- and I literally thought I was being fooled. I was like, wait, did I not remember this case correctly? And yeah, then you were invested right now. I was like, damn, those two, uh, there were men, they left. I, how did they leave? I swear to God, I know this case. <laughs> I, there was a moment where I was just like, what the fuck? I saw your face. <laughs> well, because I heard it a really long, like I heard, probably heard this case. A long time ago, like years what ago. What year is it? 2022? So I probably heard this case in like 2016. 2017 yeah like that's how long it's been so obviously i know of it and i like i did my own research on it when i was invested in it and then i was just like wait and then i was like oh nah nah because that's how britney played it out to be that's the exact story she told well britney was crazy and the crazy thing is actually i'm not gonna lie i kind of feel like she set it up really well and if it wasn't for the car i don't know the zip ties did have like teeth marks on it and stuff like that and I don't know. Well, she could have played it off that she was trying to bite him off. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She could have done that. The car was really sloppy. The car is really sloppy. Which, oh, that's what I was going to say. That's, I remember now, but I she wanted to leave. Yeah. So that means she injured herself before she moved the car. Yeah, so the attack was before. Like 15 minute attack and then she moved the car. And then what she moved she it because she had to stage the scene. What she should have done. Yeah. Well, she should have, and I'm, I'm not trying to have her get away with this, and I'm not trying to, like, conspire with her. Yeah. But this is what she should have done. She should have killed. The attack? Yeah. What? Okay. Took off her clothes. Yeah. Lululemon? They got clothes. Yeah. Put on Lululemon clothes. Okay. Yeah. So she has fresh clothes. There's no blood on those clothes. Her, well, her head was bleeding a lot. Oh, fuck. Her head was bleeding. Yeah, she right. had a big head injury. But I was going to say, unless she, like... Just for like Jenna's blood and no blood in the car. Well, if somebody killed them, attacked them, mm-hmm. and then left to move the car, there would be two blood types because a person attacked them. Well, obviously, so they would transfer blood happened, off their clothes. If that happened, yeah. 
But so it could have still to me look like somebody else did it. I was just trying to say like if she like literally if she was just like, I don't know. After they tied me up, they must have moved her car. I feel like there must have been more details that weren't like talked released? about. Yeah, because they knew it was her. But I'm like, based on the, the details that are shared, the toolbox thing. OK, maybe they took their the weapon, the other weapon. Maybe they didn't bring weapons because they were just going to rob it. But they were so evil that they just ended up kill, like hurting them. It's just, that's so unlikely. I don't know. Sometimes people who would commit a robbery would be the same type of people that would commit a murder or crime. But like maybe the they already kill people. But like to go into it with the intention of robbery. Maybe and then, they're just like, hey, you know what? I'm going to rob it. But the sexual assault and the murder, it just, it's too extreme. It's very extreme. And the fact that both the injuries were different, but I've read cases where it's two different men and one of them kind of makes the other person do it or like they rob it and then they attack and they're like you attack too you have to like you're already too deep but like keep well, the other person like, busy trying to like implement them so like keep them busy while i do this thing over yeah. here yeah or like maybe the the that girl was more their type and the other girl wasn't because maybe it's just not a type but a, what's it called like their mo yeah i know what you're talking about i can't remember what it's like called. maybe she didn't fit into this guy's mo yeah. Maybe one guy thought they were just going to rob it, but the other guy was fucking psycho. I mean, you never know. Yeah, who fucking... And then they tied him up, used the tools there because they weren't going to kill them, but decided to. And then one of them moved the car and the other one drove the other car. Or but it just comes down to, like, how would you expect them to get in? It was unlocked. Oh, like they would have broken. Yeah. Yeah. And and I forgot this part, but the exit door was right by Gina and it had blood on the exit door and the keys to open the exit door were in the door. Was it an emergency exit? Yes. Okay, so she did that so the alarm wouldn't sound. Oh, really? Like Brittany did it? Yes. Oh, at my previous job, if you put the key in the emergency door and you turn the key, you can open the door and it wouldn't sound the alarm. Yeah, but nobody went through the door. Like it looked like Gina maybe got attacked and was trying to escape and couldn't get out and try to like put her keys in to get out, but it, Brittany grabbed her. Maybe. I don't know. But. Maybe there was going to be a smash and grab, just break the window, grab whatever they can and get out. But the fact that the safes were open would have meant that somebody broke in. But Gina never said that. And it's also that. weird that the safe was open to me. Because somebody would have had to open them, Brit, which would have been Gina because she's the manager. But why were the safe open if they already had closed the store and they just went back for the Metro card? Yes. What would be the point in opening the safe? Well, they wouldn't have known any of that if Brittany didn't. I mean, Brittany said it, but I mean, if she got away with it, she could have just been like, oh, someone broke in. They made us open the safes. They attacked Jana in a separate room. They attacked me. They moved the car. Well, I'm curious. They tied me up. I'm just curious why. Like, I'm just curious why the safe was open. Because going back to the store, Jana would have to open the safe because Brittany obviously doesn't know how to open the safe. I'm kind of wondering because they said I read that the money was gone. Where Where'd did the, the money, money go? Because if she had it on her or like in her purse, the cops would have found it. Yeah. So maybe it was there somewhere. Who knows? Which would have been kind of weird, too. Yeah, who knows? That was really funny. We both said, where's the money go at the same time? Because we just thought of it. Alrighty, well, I guess we should end it here. Yeah, because now we're just... Bullshitting. Yeah, we're just speculating on speculation. Alright, everyone. Well, thanks for listening. We would love to hear your opinion. Do you think Brittany could have gotten away with it? I'm curious. Me too. Please take the time to like, subscribe, follow. Please tell us what you think on Instagram. Thank you for the story, Erica. You're welcome. That was interesting. To it hear was. your thoughts. It, it, it was a good one. It was a bad one, but it was good. Yeah, it was a bad one, <laughs> that, that was, but a that good was, one. That was a good throwback story. to you. <laughs> yes, yes. Good story, bad outcome. Yes. Alrighty, thank you everyone for listening, and we'll have another story from Josh next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye.